This is a Hot Pie Media Original. I am excited to say that this episode is sponsored by BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Are you stuck in Stuckville? <laughs> is there anything preventing you from reaching the goals that you desire? Is there anything preventing you from being happy or having joy? If so, you are like millions of other people and better help can provide you therapists that either specialize in the issues that you have, which you can't find that in a lot of locations. They contact you in under 48 hours. That is like the best service ever. Um, they are available all online where you can video conference your therapist. You can message them like they match you with a therapist that fits your needs. However, if that therapist is not right for you after a while, by all means, they will match you with another therapist. You are not stuck with that individual. And I will tell you, um, most offline or in-person therapy uh, or therapists that my human trafficking survivors that I coach see, um, they don't have that opportunity most times. They have to stay with that individual for a while. And if there is anything that you would even just like to talk to someone about, BetterHelp is really for you. Um, it's extremely affordable than anything in person, and they actually have financial aid available to you. Um, so join, join over a million people to BetterHelp. And there is a special offer for Inhumane podcast listeners, and that is 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com forward slash inhumane. I mean, check out the reviews. Okay. There is one by Anthony and he writes, Karen is great. She's attentive. She gives great advice and she really makes you think about your issues so you can resolve them in a fashion where you are comfortable. They allow you to take the lead. So join today, www.betterhelp.com forward slash inhumane and get that 10% off. Welcome to another episode of the Inhumane Podcast. We are in part two of human trafficking in the world today. So if you have not listened to part one, it's a really great jump starter of what we're going to talk about in part two. So push pause, go back to episode 25 and listen to that one first. We'll see you. And so I'm just asking, like, what are we what are we doing? Um, yeah, I just, I just don't know what, I, I don't know what else to tell you, right? With the exception of, let's talk about this other incident, if you will. Um, and this happened in July. Okay. So there were two individuals charged with trafficking a 13 year old. Okay. Um, and the the police have at least like 10 prostitution incidences with this child um in in Louisiana. Okay, that's where they that's where they got busted, but there was also incidences in Houston, Texas, right? Which we know Houston huge human trafficking hub. I mean, gosh, like one Houston is one of the largest cities in the US. It is a true melting pot. You got all nationalities there. Um, it, it's just it and it's Houston. It's huge. 
So they found this little girl, this 13-year-old in a Louisiana motel. Okay. So the reports show that like the kidnapping of this 13-year-old happened like in June, like the latter part of June. And um oh, the hotel is a La Quinta Inn motel. I'm gonna put that out there on blast because um it could happen to anybody, but maybe La Quinta needs to rev up their you know, human trafficking training, right? And figure out what it is that they need to do to protect people um, opposed to letting things like that happen. Because we know with La Quintas, you're able to park outside and go in, right? You don't, you, you don't get lost through a lobby and so on and so forth. So anyway, what happened is these two individuals, they're from Texas and they're in Houston. They're with the little girl um, and she reports that she was forced to be, you know, big trigger warning, anywhere from 10 to like 20 prostitute dates. That's what, um, you know, that's what she claims. Now, the individual's name, the, the, the oldest adult and male is Randy Lewis, and he's like 33 years old. Um, you know, the 13 year old was able to report that he was there for everything. He would let the men in and he would stand outside. So he wasn't even in the room to see if anything would happen to that little girl. Right. I mean, don't get me wrong. Yes, the sex act. But also we know a lot of individuals who buy sex like that. They're usually very physically violent as well or want to perform um, sex acts that they get from pornography. And if you talk to porn stars, they will tell you they contort their body in ways where it's actually extremely painful. Um, and so they do these reenactments and they actually not just having sex with a bunch of people. That's one part that is obviously does horrible things to the body and the organs. But also on top of that, um, they could physically, physically, horribly harm them, which we see over and over again. Um, so she also said that he would take the money and he never gave her anything. Um, but here is the um, here's the part that's going to make you. It's going to make you go. Hmm. It's going to make you think for a moment, because this is definitely what's happening over and over and over again. So Randy had a partner, okay, had a partner. Her name is Chelsea G or G. I don't know how you pronounce it, soft or hard G, but she's 18 years old and she just turned 18 like in April or May, okay? So this is all happening. We got people actually that are looking into her case right now um, because if she just turned 18, that means depending on how long she was with Randy, she was a minor. Yeah, I'm trying to let that sink in for you. She was a minor just a few months ago. And too many times we kind of glaze over that and we're just like, oh, she's a horrible person. You know, she took uh, her and, and Randy took uh, photos of the 13 year old, um, took photos and they, you know, uploaded it to a site for, you know, used for prostitution. So she did that. And they're right now facing 98 child sex charges. Um, oh, nope. I'm sorry. I like that's the old 
a pediatrician. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, I know his bond was set for 165000 and hers was set for 100000 There is also conversation um, for her to get specifically like 20 years for trafficking this child, right? Because remember, force, fraud, and coercion, those are the three things that need to happen with the exception of them being a child. So because she's 13 years old, it's automatically sex trafficking or human trafficking, automatic. So they're talking about 20 years for this young girl. Now, this is going to cause a lot of debate, and this is where I'm circling back, where there is constant, um, you know, this is where the public gets really, and I think they just don't really understand, and this is the public that are in these criminal justice spaces and industries, as well as the community. We don't understand. So I'm going to say it again. She's been with Mr. Randy, what did I say his last name was? Um, Randy. Well, his name's Randy. So, so she is, Chelsea is with Randy. She just turned 18. How long has he been with her? Because she is a minor. So if you rewind a few months back and if Randy is busted and if he was busted at a hotel with Chelsea, what would Chelsea then be? This episode of the Inhumane Podcast is brought to you by Canopy.us. Now, I know you've heard me talk a lot about the dangers of online in our world today. So I'm here to tell you about a few tips that can help protect your kids online from porn and sexting. I highly recommend, of course, to use parental controls on all of your family's devices. But the truth is that the average age of exposure to porn is 11 years old. And one in four kids have received a sext and one in seven have actually sent one. So that's why Canopy is such an important app to install on your kids' devices. Canopy actually helps prevent the exposure to porn before it happens. They use their technology actually filters images and videos in milliseconds. And when Canopy detects a nude or lingerie-esque image, it's saved to your child's devices. It will give them the option to delete or send to you for approval. That's like a lot of checks and balances. So you can try Canopy for today by using the code INHUMANE and check out for 30 days free and 20% off for life at canopy.us. Would she be a predator and a human trafficker? Or would she be a victim of human trafficking? Which one would she be? I'm pretty sure if I took a survey, you all would say that she was a victim. But because her birthday hit just a couple months before she got busted, she is now a human trafficker. Now, let's break this down a little bit more. She, uh, she is in Chelsea. Was she, was there force, fraud, or coercion with her after she turned 18? Was there any trauma bonding with her trafficker named Randy? There's actually evidence in her case that she was trafficked by Randy when she was a minor. So now that she turns 18, do you think that ends? Do you think it dissolves because she turns 18? No. 
It doesn't. It doesn't just go away because now she magically is an adult. No. Now Randy can use her even better. So Randy is not that smart um, like some of these other traffickers. And let me tell you why. So a lot of traffickers, this is what they do. They traffic a young person who's underage, a minor. They beat them, right? They coerce them. They uh, threaten them with death and death of their families and so on and so forth. They break them down. They are no longer like a human. You can talk to survivors and they will tell you that. So they break them down as a human. They do all of their bidding. So Randy no longer or other traffickers no longer talk to the other victims. They have one girl do it. They just have one girl. That is called a bottom. So from what I'm told and from just patterns of being in this field, more likely Chelsea is like a bottom. So they recruited or kidnapped one 13-year-old. So I'm sure he was going to utilize Chelsea to recruit more is because Chelsea is 18 years old. She's closer in age, right? She's closer in age. She's a girl. So you're going to trust her more than you would this 33-year-old man. Because all we constantly tell girls, young girls, is beware of these scary looking dirty old men. We're not prepping them and giving them the tools to navigate life when there is a female recruiter who is going to traffic them. Okay? We just don't. We don't prep them mentally on how to handle that. So she is now trafficking this 13-year-old. but. Is there any justice that she is being forced fraud or coercion is involved in trafficking this 13-year-old? Or are we just, it's a slam dunk case. She's a, she's a human trafficker. It's so complex. If you remember like my first episodes or I constantly say, human trafficking is so complex. It is not so black and white. I wish it was. We could take so many more people down. So many more. So this case is happening. Um, I've been asked to be involved on seeing how we can also fight for Chelsea in the sense of, again, if there is that much evidence that she is a victim of human trafficking, you can't and you shouldn't charge her as a trafficker. Because there was force, fraud, and coercion going on by Randy. But see, we see these and we just automatically say those are both horrible people and not realizing what happened to Chelsea. Where is Chelsea's family? How did Chelsea even get wrapped up with Randy? And oh, that was just teenage rebellion. No, you got to look harder. The DA has to look harder. The judge has to look harder. The investigators have to look harder. You have to be trauma-informed and start understanding this. It, you can't just say this is a bad individual when there are patterns there. You just can't. That's exactly, this is like the opposite of preventing and eradicating human trafficking because we keep putting victims in jail. Now, I'm not saying 
that there should be any like no repercussions from Chelsea or for Chelsea. Um, we have to look more into that, right? For sure. But I'll tell you what, hands down, Chelsea is going to live with that for the rest of her life. That this thir- she took part in this 13-year-old being trafficked. So this is one of the episodes of human trafficking uh, in the world today. And I think the call to action for this one is I really think that you should really go look up uh, this particular case with Chelsea Gee, G-E-E, um, and Randy Lewis, Randy with an I, and it's out of Louisiana. I think you should look it up. I think you should look it up. And I want you to read the articles. I want you to read the cases from Chelsea's perspective only. That's it. Just from her perspective. Because I'm sure lots of people, when they see her age, are like, how did this happen? How did she get involved in this, right? I'm, those are questions always asked. I know it's questions always asked like specifically from females and older females. So start looking from that lens. It doesn't do away, you know, like these crimes. But if there is force, fraud and coercion, is she a victim or is she a trafficker? And you need to start asking yourself that question in this anti-trafficking movement. So go look them up. Start looking from that perspective. Um, Follow us on all the inhumane podcast social media. And thanks so much for listening. Until next time. Thanks for listening. You can find more episodes and all of our other Hot Pie Media originals baked fresh daily at our home online at hotpiemedia.com, the Hot Pie Media YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts.